This is Chad Harrison, and you're listening to Hope Alive, applying God's word to your daily life. Hi, this is Chad Harrison, and I am the teaching pastor of Lake Community Church and have been serving as a pastor for 25 years. I'm also a practicing attorney. This podcast is designed to help you study God's word and find God's will for your life. I pray in the name of Jesus right now that God would open up his word to you and allow you to see him and to know him and to know his will, that you might glorify him and that you might walk in faith and power each and every day, especially today in Jesus name. Good morning. Welcome to Lake Community Church's morning Bible study. We are in Exodus chapter 31 and verse 16. It says, therefore, the children of Israel shall keep the Sabbath to observe the Sabbath throughout their generations as a perpetual covenant. Now, one of the things I didn't mention last Bible study, and I think it is uh, one of those things that is important because of the times we live in, that word has, in my whole lifetime, 50 years of going to church, being hearing people teach the Bible, hearing hearing sermons, in, in my whole time of studying Scripture, always pronounced this word, Sabbath. And I've always heard everybody pronounce it Sabbath. In fact, in many ways, that is a very Southern thing, and uh, I did not know. But in our modern society and the things we have as far as the Internet and the things that we have as far as opportunities to read and hear people teach and preach from all over the world and all over the country, we, we are in a position now where we actually are beginning to see a lot of intermingling or I don't want to say intermingling in the sense of how we practice our faith, but intermingling as far as us discussing and talking about the Bible with with people from other spiritual, and I'm not saying non-Christian, I'm saying Christ, other spiritual walks. Historically, we've not been very tied in with Eastern Orthodox Church, the Orthodox Church of Russia and of the Caucasus and all of that area of the world. We just hadn't been. And also, in many ways, we've been separated from the Jewish people and Judaism and not had our chance to really spend a lot of time discussing hearing and understanding. And for me, it's been, especially in my older years, now that we're beginning, and I'm not that old, but in as in the latter years of my life, the last few years of my life, I've been able to uh, listen to podcasts. I've been able to listen online through social media to a lot of people that are all over the world and especially a lot of Jewish people, maybe Jewish Christians, and even Jewish people that are just, that are just practicing Judaism. And we that intermingling, that that hearing, that listening to, that understanding has changed some things. And one of the things, it just straight up changes sometimes the language. Sometimes we do not know how the Jews pronounced certain things because we just were reading it. And if you read S-A-B-B-A-T-H in the English language, that's Sabbath all day long. In fact, it's got two Bs to make sure it's uh, Sabbath. But in Judaism, the word Sabbath is Shabbat. And so one of the neat things, especially that is going on right now, is there is a there is a video series called The Chosen, which is about which is about Jesus's life. I've talked about it a little bit during our worship service. I've talked about it a little bit during this Bible study. Maybe I think I've mentioned it maybe once or twice. I think I I have found it to be very intriguing. Not 
because of its ability to tell the life of Jesus, I, I found it very intriguing because it makes an effort to try to show Jesus as his, in his human characteristics, his human trait. And so these people, the, there is a element of Jesus being just just uh, with humanity and interacting with his disciples and interacting with those around him who he had a very close personal relationship with and that for me has been very powerful because when you when you see Jesus really doing what he came to to complete and what is that he came to to take away the separation we had from God and give us a relationship with God. And he was a master at relationships because that's why he came. He came to seek and save that which is lost. That means we, we're not lost, we're found. We have a relationship with him. And all these things that we study in the Old Testament are about our communion with him. And as I've watched that, even though I might question whether or not that would have been something Jesus had done or not, you give autistic license to these things, and I'm not going to take that away. I, I would say very clearly it is powerful to see Jesus, especially in the midst of doing all that he did, being a man. And I think it's important that we recognize him as that. He was 100% man and 100% God. And his humanity is very important to us, first of all, because if he wasn't human, his sacrifice would have been insufficient. But it is important for us to understand that he was a man. He came to be as a man so that he would be familiar with our sufferings and so that we could have, we could have the way, the example. He is the way. Uh, oftentimes we love to say Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And we focus a lot on the truth and we really like the life part, but we don't talk about the way. And Jesus is the what he is, how it's supposed to be done. And him being how it's supposed to be done is, it's really important. And when he does certain things and when he lived a certain way, we need to see how that is done. He lived out the sinless human life. And us living out that sinless human life is not completely attainable. We have these sin natures, but we can walk in his way. And God has made a way for us. And it is through his example. It is through his practice. It is through the life that he's given us. And so when I see Jesus doing those things and having those relationships and walking in that way that God has made, was made him, made for him, that way that he provided for Jesus to walk in, I'm excited. I, I, I like to think of my Lord in different ways. And, and I challenge you uh, to open up your heart and your mind to see Jesus in the ways he's presented in Scripture. I'm not telling you to see Jesus in a way he's not presented in Scripture, and I'm not telling you to see him in a way that's that's out of line with scripture but i challenge you to see him in in the fullness that he is presented in scripture and when you begin to think about all the things that he did the very personal things and conversations that are provided for us by matthew mark luke and john you realize that jesus was very personal very personal and for me one of the things that has been i watched the chosen and i and they use the word shabbat for sabbath and I thought about it this weekend as I was considering getting ready for the Bible studies this week. And I said, I probably ought to use that word Shabbat because it's going to become more and more a part of our culture because of the chosen. Also because one of the great, he's a political figure, but one of the great po political figures of our time is a Jewish person. And he is a, he is a great mind, a great mind both in politics and legal issues, and I have interest in those things, but he's also a great mind spiritually. 
spiritually. And he is a great mind as far as his Jewish faith, and that's Ben Shapiro. And when I listen to him and he talks about the Sabbath, he talks about it in terms of Shabbat. He uses that word Shabbat. And the more I think about it, the more I look at this word, I might have been saying it wrong. In in the South, we, we weren't saying it wrong. We just didn't know how to say it. And now, now that we've heard it and I've seen it being used by those who not only I think I respect a great deal, but also those who, who maybe have a understanding or insight that I don't have. And remember, those are important things to do is to seek out those insights that you don't have. Allow God to open your heart and your mind up to see Jesus fully as he's presented in scripture. I think it is, it is important that we that we take that time and we actually spend time thinking about Christ in the fullness of who he is. And you can spend your whole life, and by the way, your whole life is very short. The I heard somebody explain to me the other day why it seems to get faster and faster because when you're five years old, a, fa- a day seems like a long time in 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 fractional terms, it is. It's a very long time compared to your life. A year for a six-year-old, a year in school for a six-year-old seems like a whole lifetime. It is. It's one-twentieth of what they've already lived. One-fifth of what they've already lived, 20% of it. But when you get when you get 50 or 60, a year is only one-fiftieth or 2% of what you've already lived. And it is speeding up because the value of each hour and each day is greater and greater the older you get. As we get older, you realize the shortness and the brevity of the life that we live. And the good that God has revealed to you is not even close to the fullness of all that he is. And you won't know more about him. You just seek him out. And that's why you see all the folks really begin to seek God out and to seek him in his fullness. And the reason they do that is because they want to know him. They want to they want to know him in a way that they hadn't seen him before. They want to see him in his fullness. And you're not going to see him in his fullness. We're going to spend millennia with God and we'll still not fully take in all that he is. Because that's what eternity is about, the exploration of the greatness and the glory of who God is. And you're going to be, I said this yesterday in worship, and I'll say it again today, the glory of who God is is, and how we shall live with him is unimaginable. It's unimaginable how all the little intricate things that we see in Scripture is magnified millions and billions of times greater than you could ever think about. The pondering and the consideration of the wonders of who God is 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 a is a life experience and not a physical life experience. It's an eternal life experience. And we will spend a lot of our lives considering and pondering those things. And the hurts and the struggles and the difficulties that we experience on a daily basis, we experience each and every day as we walk through this life, is it will be just a passing issue. It won't even be something that really matters. And what when we read this verse in verse 16, it says, and we're going to get back into Hebrews tomorrow, but when we read this verse in verse 16, it says, Therefore the children of Israel shall keep the Sabbath. It's important that we remember that. This in the very plainness and specificity of the individual, God says, I I made a day for you to rest and you to consider me, to ponder me, to know me, to know know the the wonders of who I am, and also the intimacy of the personality and the relationship that I have with you and that I've given you to have with me. These things are important, and you should set aside a day 
to consider these things. You should set aside a day to ponder the greatness of who I am, to ponder the wonder of how I've made you, and to ponder the uh, glory of the relationship I have with you. And you should honor me with that. And not only should you honor me with that, it's really good for you. It's good for you because it gives you perspective. It's good for you because it gives you an opportunity to breathe and allow the pain and the hurt and the struggle to ease. It's also very good for you because it gives you an opportunity to actually have an understanding of the way that you were made and the purpose that you were made for. And so if you don't spend time trying to and figuring out how I've made you to live, if you don't do that, you're just missing out. You're missing out on uh, the kingdom and you're missing out on what I am, what I'm doing in your life because I'm passing you by because your eyes are not open and you've not allowed me to show you where and who and how I am. And I would say to you, as you're studying, as you're thinking about these things, as you're considering and pondering the greatness of who God is, that you make sure that you give him that Sabbath rest. Life is too short and God's wanting and desire to reveal himself to you is on a limited time frame in this life. And we shouldn't waste it by missing out on an opportunity to meet with him and to walk with him and to hear from him each and every. We do it on Sunday. The Jews do it on Saturday. It is a day of rest. And spending that day of rest is important. That day of letting the world be the world, and us walking with God. I pray that you'll make that a part of your life. I can't uh, emphasize it enough. If we talk about the disciplines of the Christian faith, and we do sometimes, one of the one of the primary disciplines that I think is is overlooked and not not considered is the discipline of of maintaining and keeping the Sabbath or the Shabbat. It is an important discipline of the Christian life. It's important for you. It is highly important for your children and your family. I can't emphasize this enough for you. Those who play Christianity in front of their children oftentimes model playing Christianity for their children's lives. And oftentimes their children struggle not only with why their parents played Christianity, but did not live it out. And that oftentimes causes bitterness toward their parents. And for those who realize it and begin to walk with God, it can be a very big struggle and a a barrier to your relationship with them. But for those who model being and worshiping and seeking out God, it is a great source of peace and comfort and power. And for those who model it, not only in showing up to church, but those who model it out in being transparent in how they live and the struggles that they have and how God is, has made them and changed them. Those who do that, the world is totally open to them and God has made everything possible for them. And so you do your children a great favor by walking and by modeling a Christian life that includes one of the great disciplines of the Christian faith, which is gathering together with other believers. I would say to you that maybe that is one of the most important things to do as a father or mother is to have your children regularly see you worshiping God. And I challenge you to take the Shabbat on a just a very personal level, not a spiritual, not a legalistic, not a 
a biblical level, but just a very spiritual level. Take the Shabbat seriously and make it a regular part of who you are. It will be great for you. It will be great for those around you. And most of all, it will be a blessing to your family and your children. As you go today, I pray that the Lord will bless you and keep you, that he'll make his face to shine upon you, and that he will give you hope and peace today in Jesus' name.